Hey, this is Jerk the Jerk. You're tuning into the feed from Geek Mountain. Check out this dope intro song, though. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Sure You Can Pizza here, as well as Jacuz, chilling in California. This is the feed from Geek Mountain, episode 10. How are you doing, Jacuz, in this podcast? Which is, let me remind everyone out there, the number one most listened to anime video and game discussion podcast by two black guys. One in Chicago, another one in Cali. So yeah, how how was how how was you? I like that. Uh, I like that podcast introduction. That was uh, that was hot. It must be the uh, it must be the beer talking. Um, I like that you cleaned it up. The water, um, the water talking. You told me. Yeah, the water. Right, 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 right. Um, everything's pretty good. Feeling good. Um, been enjoying work. I work at. Uh, I told I told you guys about this, about this in the last podcast, but works been pretty good. That's that assignment is actually ending um, this upcoming week, uh, and then after that, I'm got to hit the pavement again and find another assignment through the temp agency. But other than that, everything's been great. Um, my cat is awesome. Uh, how are you doing? Sure, you can. Uh, how's how's life on your end? Not doing in so well. Low right here. End, of chicago not doing so well um just got unemployed uh rightfully so though i i wasn't really fit for the restaurant i was working at which is fair dang you, you that's some growth right there you said rightfully so i mean i was trying to get out they they were too they were too much on like tradition like you only do things like one way there like you know it was like it was like biology but like with like cake i'm not defaming them but they make dumb choices basically so and it didn't is work it out a, how, is it a mom and pop shop kind yeah basically yeah so it was okay, like so yeah it's been, only one of its kind yeah they've been running for like over 30 years so oh good because their time is coming to an end i hope they go out of business but anyways, going back to um, you. Yeah, no, yeah. That, yeah, that's pretty much it. I was just going to say, like, there's, like, two other spots that around that same job, around the same restaurant, that are hiring on Craigslist. So I'm hoping to, you know, hit them up because they actually look pretty cool. So other than that, yeah, uh I I know you've been watching Shield Hero. You know I've been watching Shield Hero. Yeah. That that that's the joint right there. Because I dropped Kara Curry Circus. Like I dropped that so hard. Like oh, what episode did you drop it on and why? I think 
think it was around like 17-ish, 18-ish. They Damn, you got like, 18 episodes in? How many episodes are there? They're like over, they're like in, into the, the 30s, I think, right now. You got over halfway there and you dropped it. I got to hear they, this. I feel like this anime was going to just just crawl the entire time. Every So they had like... I know this is. I can feel you. You could tell it was gonna be like a long anime because like they they had like these flashbacks every time there wasn't like any action going on. Anytime they weren't like it was just like a lull. They had the like these flashbacks of somebody's past, and within this past they had like all these other like flashbacks within the flashback. And I'm like, what is going on? And on top of that, they did it with like. Oh, with like memories, like they would implant memories inside of you with this dumb anime mechanic and be like, oh, now you remember this now. Now remember it. Remember it. You know, like, and they're like, oh, I'm remembering. And then it goes back to a flashback and the flashback would take over, like would take over like at least four or five episodes. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but it's, it's not great. I mean, if you're watching and you're enjoying it, then cool. If you love the circus for some odd reason, then I guess you should watch it. Because I don't think there's any other animes about circus out there. So, yeah. That's what yeah. that's what I was watching. That's what I was watching. And then, you know, Shield Hero picked up. And I was like, oh, my God. Let's go. Yeah, Shield Hero got really good. That, that um... That was okay. So, just so people know, spoiler alert, because we're going to be discussing this in depth. And if you haven't been watching Show Hero by now, you should be watching it. And please watch it. It's so good. It there's so many reflections on like what's going on nowadays to like to to Shield Hero that like you will love this anime. Although specifically like pointing towards. I feel like it's really heavily pointing towards guys, but I mean, like, I feel like the whole isekai genre does that. Yeah, it does. It, it, I feel like, yeah, the appeal for isekais is for guys, because like, of course, he gets at the end of the uh, at the end of the last episode, he gets another chick in his party, and it's like, oh, cool, yeah, another harem, harem. yeah, you. But it's but it's different though because it's not like they're all falling over him yeah. and like you know doing the the typical uh, etchy just routine. Ha- it's just like he ha- happened to surround himself with women. Yeah, it just happened to fall fall that way, and that's okay though. But they definitely like faked this out because man, I thought um, well, one of them. Oh, well, I guess one of them became a woman. One of them is a bird, and another is like. Dumb, a, ra- a half raccoon or fox no, thing. No, was, no that was, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, she became, she was a little girl, became a woman. Oh, and the other one's just like a bird and became. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. And then, uh, Leshia, aka Rashia, she, she's like the dumb one or whatever. Who, who is that again? Uh, Leshia. Is that Alicia? the one with the bracelet? Leisha. I think Leisha. Uh no. No. What what are you talking about with the bracelet? What? What character is that? I don't know who you I, I I don't know who you're talking about. 
She, the green hair girl. Oh, the one that just joined their party, Doug. Yeah. That's why I don't know her. Um, yeah, of course. Although she is the she is the goat, dude. She's a goat from the last episode. She she beat um Glass herself by throwing a win I mean, above yeah, her. I mean, that was just an idea someone else gave her to do. But yeah, she still did it though. Anyone could have. Nah, man. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. And here's why. In Here's why you're wrong. Um, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> but no. Uh, but going into Shield Hero, um, that was a good that was, last two, three episodes. Ride. I mean, the last, yeah, shit, last five, bro. Like, finally, we get um, oh, trash, God, trash and bitch. Oh, we get uh, <laughs> so the king and the the princess, the other, the the oldest princess. Who's not next in line? Um, the next in line is actually uh, what is her name? Melty. Um, she's next in line. So her her name. We're not even gonna say her name on this podcast because fuck her and fuck that king. We're gonna refer to him as trash and bitch. They trash um, and bitch. No, you can't. They I, trash. I don't even remember her name before. Anyway. And her adventure name is slut. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, don't so don't forget that Shield Hero is setting the wave, dude. Um, but no, I definitely like dug that, and it was like he's a scythe hero. She's I'm guessing the magic hero, and then the fan hero. Yeah. Um, but no, I like that now. Fumi like was questioning himself, like, but like I liked his like internal monologue when he was thinking about like, damn, should I go ahead and like beat her? Like, what gives me the right to crush her? Cause like, I'm not even from this world. I'm from like somewhere else. Like I have no stock in this, but then he starts thinking about like his connection with, um, each person you that he met. Explain a whole, you explain on an entire episode right now. Like, you're dude, like, I'm going in right now. Like, dude. Speaking of video game, like stuff. Um, oh, you're just going to do a hard like, switch like that. What? Hang yeah, on. Hang you on. explained in the whole episode. It was great, dude. Anyway, so Shield Hero was good. So what video games are you playing? We're not going to do a hard, hard transition what like that. <laughs> the video games, excuse you, the video games I have been playing. Um, video game. Video games. I've been playing the same thing. I've been playing um, Soul Fear. Soul Fear. Um, Soul Sphere for the Nintendo Switch. It's not... That's Just Square, for the Nintendo Switch. That Square Enix game. Yes, that Square mm. Enix game that is like a retro game. It's like a '90s RPG. Um, I'm enjoying it a lot. It gives me that nostalgia feel. Um, which you know, how can you beat that? Love getting spoon-fed nostalgia. I mean, like um, Half Minute Hero. Oh, I actually never played that. I remember oh, you playing it. Yeah, um, they got a sequel. I'll check it out. But no, um, Soul Sphere has been pretty good. Um, it, uh, I enjoy the combat a lot. Um, I remember I watched a review in which they were downplaying the. There's a mechanic in the game where you can get in robots. Essentially, like you get into like a, a Gundam, um, and they're kind of like downplaying. Like there's no point of it because like your other characters are like already like super strong, and I, I kind of agree. A little bit. I like getting the suits. The suits are pretty cool. Um, you're like more powerful while you're in the suits. Granted, you're limited because there's like a bar that you share with your your party members, and it's only like 150. But like each move like takes up like at least 20 of that meter. So like 
if you have your entire party in suits, like that's only going to last. It's overpowered, but it's also very like it drains quickly. Yeah. So it's not overpowered. Right. Unless but, like, it does, when you like, put it, massive AoE Oh, dude. Like dude, that. it does, like, like one Oko. character with... No, 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 no. One character, when you go into his, like, drive, like, one of his drives, um, he does, like, an AoE that hits the entire field. Like, and you can do that shit, like, in every turn. Like, there's no cooldown for it. Like, when you're, like, in your regular form, like, when you're just human, um, or, you know, when you're outside the suit, you can't... To use moves repeatedly, it takes a couple turns for certain moves to cool down, depending on like how strong they are, what their effect are. But the game is pretty good. Um, going around like just uh, essentially restoring lost land. I, I'm pretty sure I talked about this in the last podcast, but I've been playing that, and I also been playing Resident Evil too. Um, you know, there's no new games. Yeah, no new games. Um, yeah, just run through the hardcore. What have you been playing? So what I've been playing is going to bleed a little bit into our topic for the week, but I'll save that for a little bit. Um, I've been playing Dauntless. Uh, I, oh, was in- I was introduced to it. Uh, so um, got to give a little bit of credit there. Uh, I was introduced to Dauntless and I was like looking at gameplay for it. It was pretty cool. I never okay. been a, I never played Monster Hunter before, but I also don't have the money. Or I don't want to even think about the graphics requirements for Monster Hunter. So I'm like, cool, this is cool. You know, it's like Dark Souls without all the minions, you know. Yeah. And the bonfire. Monster Monster Hunter is really fun. I had it for a short minute and I had a good time with it. But it gets a little bit repetitive because you're fighting the same monsters over and over again. You got to wait for DLC. But go on. Yes. Damn, that sucks. Um, So... Yeah, it's like free. It's free Monster Hunter. Basically, I mean, at the from what I hear, it's basically free Monster Hunter. Um, and yeah, they there are like there are a few reskins to bosses, and they just make like harder ones, or like some of them have like this. I know one has like, wow, wow, gone. I know. Everybody heard that. I know one of the bosses <laughs> has like a different element too, so it's kind of weird. But he has basically the same moveset. But everybody like, and there's a couple bosses like that too, where it's just like, anyway. But even things are like a little repetitive. Like with the bosses, at least they do change up their moves as they get harder. Like I was fighting like the third variant of this one boss, and he had like additional moves so like like stuff that like his like his skill set like his move list will like extend by like an extra hit or two and you know i wasn't like oh i wasn't expecting that you know and i'll make it wasn't like an extreme like it wasn't an extreme change it's like a little something subtle uh kind of yeah it wasn't like an extreme change but it's it matters when this is a stronger version of the boss and you're fighting it for like the first like three times when you don't have enough material to make like resistances to fight against them. So right. you, you get hit. Oh, dodge. Then you get hit again. Oh, you just got clapped at half of your health bar. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay, well. Still challenge. This is still a very challenging game. Um, so, are you having are you having fun with it? 
Oh, uh, yeah, I'm having fun, but I feel like I'm almost nearing the point of like, man, I kind of want to go back to Guild Wars too. <laughs> oh, I'm, damn. Why Why do you feel that way? Um, Because Dauntless is it's a fun, it's, it is no PvP, you know. I, I'm all for the PvP action. And then basically, like, you can play with like three other people, but it's like, they might as well be robots, you know, like. Yeah, because it's not. I mean, hey, we can play. I mean, yeah, we, I, I'd be down. But it's like, it, it's just, there's like, there's, I don't know, it's, it's a fun game if you want to just chill, relax, and not really relax, but like, you got to like, actually like, pay attention. These bosses no, are I, hard, man. Like, you can't, you can't be sleeping on these bosses. <laughs> no, the bosses in Monster Hunter are hard also. I think that you're experiencing, you experiencing the same thing that I experienced, because I burned out on it pretty quickly. Um it took me two months to burn out on Monster Hunter because I realized, like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, I'm fighting variants of bosses, but, like, it's essentially the same thing in the same environments. And, you know, they've had a couple DLCs. I don't know how many monsters they've added on. I've seen two, but I, I you know, I haven't been paying attention to it, so I don't know. Um, but, yeah, no, it seems like you just got burned out on it because it's like you're fighting the same thing over and over again. Like, yeah. maybe if there was, like, minions or something like that. There's, it'd be a little like, cooler. one boss with minions, and that, that boss is, like, one of the most annoying bosses in the game. And they just made they just made a patch today and made him harder. Like, now he spawns minions constantly. But if you kill the minion, it, like, damages, like, it, it gives you, like, a boost to, like, uh, you're, like, your next hit will do damage for his shield and you you can't do any damage while he has his shield up so you need the minions thing gotcha. is the minions they they're not like regular fucking minions they like they will attack you and there's different ones and they have different attacks so yeah, it's and like they hit hard and stuff I mean, they hit a little hard but when there's like three of them looking at you you're like well what the fuck am i supposed to do you know like <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like and then the boss is just like, yeah, I'm here, and then I don't think he really does anything with his shield up. He'll just like kind of stare and look menacingly, but like those minions are annoying. It's just like, especially if you don't, I don't know, if you're not strong enough, and you gotta like three, four hit the minion, one minion. It's a lot. So, so how? So okay, yeah, you mentioned earlier. How does this tie in to our main topic today? So, Which is microtransactions in video games, which I personally hate. I, I, was I gotta, I gotta do, I gotta do the topic. You can't, you can't do the topic introduction. Why can't I do the topic introduction? Because I know what to say. Today's topic is microtransactions. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're gonna do. I know that's what you're gonna do. But go on, I'll let you have it. Anyway, um, so yeah, today we're talking about microtransactions in video games. Um, this it's pretty hot, and I feel like it's gonna be pretty hot for at least I don't even know how long until somebody does something about it. Like the government has to step in at some point because this is this is fucking they actually ridiculous. they actually are in certain places. That's like last places month, we live in America. No, yeah, in America, um, in a, I, I, I was at, loot boxes for Overwatch. I know, but they're starting. To, I mean, the process that you're speaking of, like, yeah, they haven't just stomped on it. They still have to put the bill in. It has to go through all the houses. Exactly. And all that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. not gonna pass because I'm pretty sure some politicians got like some money in Overwatch because you know it's 
a little bit of money, right, bro? So, so yeah, like I said, it was a U.S. senator in, I believe, Missouri, who announced a bill that would ban loot boxes and pay-to-win microtransaction in games played by minors. A broad label that the senator says will include both games designed for kids under 18 and games whose developers knowingly allow minors minor players to engage in microtransactions. So like Fortnite. <laughs> well, okay, so we can we can start on that. So one of the things I want to talk about micro so well first let's let's talk about these microtransactions and what they are really. Are they really harming us that much? I mean they are, but I mean like come on. So microtransactions are essentially like a you you pay money for you pay like actual real currency us dollars canadian rubies whatever canadians don't have rubies uh you pay you pay actual dollars that you earn from your hard working job to get some type of uh skin or some type of you get an item of some sort or some type of benefit or some type of cosmetic item um, in these games. And we're starting to see it's becoming that, like, unless you're an indie developer, every game has one of these. Yeah, and they're even, like, starting to, like, try to hide it from people. Like, the the latest scandal with uh, EA's yeah, um, EA, um, new, new Star Wars game. No, no, not even that. I mean, call, yeah, Call of Duty, Call too, Duty. but Star Wars... Um, their Star Wars game. They said it's gonna have like hitting hidden features or mechanics or something like that, and it came out that the hidden features and mechanics are microtransactions. <laughs> the hidden mechanics are like, microtransactions. And and you know, I'm actually interested in that game, but I hate that the publisher is EA because EA is gonna try to get as that's much money out of their people. They try to gouge them, and that's why people yeah, should just yeah, like yeah. not pre-order games. Don't pre-order games. Like, wait until they're actually played, like, you know, by a lot of people, you know, like, especially, like, for multiplayer games, because a lot of multiplayer games launch with, like, a lot of bugs and stuff like that. And, like, it's funny, too, because these are, like, known things. I forget what it's called, but, like, it's, like, they know about these bugs and they allow them to go past the processing into launch. And they'll just patch it later on because you could just do that now over, you know, the internet and whatnot. And that that's like that sucks. That just like allows devs to like, you know, that shit wouldn't have been allowed back in, you know, the early two thousands, like when you actually put a game out and you can't like patch it or do anything to it. If that yeah. shit broke, that shit is broke. Yeah, like broke. But the, they probably went through like extensive testing as well, too, as much. Nowadays, yeah. now is you can join up for the <clears throat> alpha. Then you join in for like the the closed alpha, then the open then the like the closed beta, then the then open beta, then games are forever in open beta forever. I mean, look at Fortnite. Like, Fortnite's in early oh. access, but I mean like people people justify it as like, you know, some people say like, oh, you know, it's they're early access because it's not a full game, but they're monetizing Fortnite so heavily. So that's why I want to touch on um one concept the battle pass or um is they're different from season passes but the battle yeah because you have to you have to buy that like every every so like every new so it's like every new season right yeah it's essentially a literal season pass um every season of a video games uh 
span of life. So every couple like just, of months, just think of just think of it like like uh, like how like the NBA has like a basketball season. It's like that. Kinda, except it's more continuous. Um, yeah. So like an actual season. So it's like a. I guess it's more like a seasonal pass. Actually, yeah, rather. because like stats, stats or anything like that. Do they reset or anything like that during this? So anyway, if they. Okay, <laughs> I'm not bad. I was about to go off on a tangent because like that's. Not even you're not even transitioning seasons. It's just oh like a God, it's like a mar- it. marketing transition. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's a little scummy, but go on. So, so the battle pass, yeah, it's like the battle pass is more like a seasonal pass. You buy it, for, you know, every couple months. They renew, they like release something, some big announcement, and they go through like a a little overhaul of the game, a little overhaul. It's like a oxymoron. Um, and every, like, you would level up your character, and as you level up your character with these arbitrary, arbitrary levels, you would gain, um, an item every level. Mm -hmm. So, the more you play, the more items you get. The thing is, there's a free one, obviously, for, for people that play for free and don't buy it. And they they may unlock something every level, or they'll unlock something every five levels or whatever. Uh, but it won't be as great as the battle pass. The battle pass you unlock something every level, and it's always exclusive items that you can only get that season. And this is okay. and this tactic is is they're using like the scarcity tactic since these only. These items are only available during this battle pass. You won't be able to get them again. It makes people want to buy it more. Like, oh, yeah, you're I putting a this, stranglehold on them. Yeah, I want this super cool skin, and like no one else will have it. I'll look cooler than everybody else in the future. You know, like they'll know yeah. I'm a reputable player. Right, and it's crazy too. Like, like. You talking about that, like, the lady who was doing my hair yesterday was oh telling me about how her son will, like, essentially, this ties in, essentially, like, all the money he gets goes to Fortnite. Like, he's like, I gotta have, like, the next, like, battle pass. I gotta have it. Like, I can't, like, miss it. I'm, all my friends, like, make fun of me. And there's, like, that social pressure that yeah, these kids have. Yeah, because the battle pass, it was, I'm sure it wasn't the first, but it was one of the biggest, earliest um mentions of like this type of like pass that's out something that you would buy and like continuously like get things for not only that but you get bonuses on top of that so free so free players um they would you know they would get some missions that would attribute towards their free pass but they only get a few every day or every week Um, whereas the battle pass, the you know they get you, you know every level is like you get like these bonus missions that on top of the free ones, and you get bonus bonus ones that the free players don't get either, giving you more chances to rank up and gain more cosmetic items. So essentially, the battle pass than everybody else. Okay, so let me let me ask you this because I don't know a lot about it, but the battle pass is like smoke and mirrors because um, they have you buy this battle pass, and in the battle pass you you level up and you have to do these missions. Now, this is what I need clarification on. 
the missions are like things you have to do while actually playing, right? Yeah, you have. Yeah, it's things you have to do. Yeah, and while you're, while you're are 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 they easy to achieve? They're probably among the same difficulty as the regular battle pass. If not, it's they're probably just the same stuff. Um, like, oh, so it's just more missions are the same things. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say because like. If they're like kind of hard, then like if certain people can't complete that, they like basically wasted their money because they don't have access to that stuff anymore, right? Yeah. After the season ends. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't have access to it. But then on top of that, Fortnite then introduced because they realized a lot of people may have like got into Fortnite late. They introduced a feature where you can buy levels in the battle pass. A microtransaction inside of a microtransaction. Oh, wow. So you, you could buy a battle pass and then buy the first 20 ranks for free. Or not for free, sorry. Ooh, cut that out. Uh, you could buy a battle pass. We don't do a lot of editing on the, the feed from Geeky Mountain. You could buy a battle pass and then get the first 20 levels for like five, five extra dollars, right? Oh, you're it's a deal. You're saving time. And saving a little bit of money, or you can just buy the whole b- battle pass like levels for like fifty some dollars or whatever. Right. Yeah, that's that's scummy as hell because it's like the majority of the players who play Fortnite, I would imagine, are kids, now, and that's like yeah. all what they're spending their money on. Basically. Now go on. Now there's one caveat to that. They they just started releasing some skins that have different like levels to the skin, and the more you play with that skin you unlock like later levels you unlock these levels within the skin making your skin look better oh the skin evolves yeah skin literally evolves um now i'm not sure i don't think that's something that people can buy into but i also haven't played fortnite in a while so they probably made it by now so that's the battle pass, and Dauntless, Dauntless has it as well, um, and it's the exact same thing. You do these missions, you gain experience to the next rank for your battle pass. It's kind of stupid. Well, I mean, that's what comes with these like free to play games, man. I mean, th- well, well, that's the okay. So while there are battle passes. The thing is, it does not make you better at the game. It just makes you and, look like you play the game a little bit more. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's just else. all it's all cosmetic. So that's why people think that it's harmless because it's like you have a choice. Like it's just a skin. Like you you don't have to get the skin. It doesn't affect like your game plan and stuff like that. But then there's like there are the microtransactions that I'm against personally because I don't care about the ones with like Fortnite and like people buying skins it's like if you're spending your money on that you're spending your money on that um that's like your choice but the like the ones i don't like are the ones that alter gameplay that so give you like an advantage yeah, um get into the pay to win section yeah so, the pay to win pay to win um, yeah literally i mean it's, it means it, what it's, it means it's, you're, it sounds yeah exactly you're paying money to be better at the game that's like buying like low like in a game where levels matter because levels don't really matter matter in a Fortnite. it's just it's all purely for cosmetics in certain games yeah which is why like nowadays you'll see this uh, resurgence of the default character skin like the default character skin if you see anybody with a default character skin they're like 
they're like the master because they they chose to not use the skin you know it's like whoa it's yeah. like meta on top of meta you know yeah that's like super meta but no yeah um damn what was i saying um no yeah the pay to win stuff it's like where you have to like draw a line in the sand i don't know too many games um right now that has pay to win but i do remember that like it was one of the Call of Duty games where you yeah. can buy like guns that are better, better, that are better. Came out last year. Yeah, I think it was the one that came out last year. Was it? Uh, was it Modern Warfare Remastered? No, it was. Um, it was. Was it the one with the battle royale with it? Uh, I think so. I don't know. We don't really follow Call of Duty like that. We fell off. If they make Modern Warfare Two Remastered and keep everything They're the making same, a Modern Warfare. Yeah, but is it going to be Modern Warfare? If it has intervention in, in a UMP in it and <laughs> uh, a stage called Terminal Arrest, <laughs> we can get it cracking. I'm just saying, um, I long for those days. But um, I wouldn't say, like, okay, so I think I think one of the examples was, one of the most popular examples, uh, other than Battlefront, maybe like the lesser talked about, maybe, was uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Um, <clears throat> Grand Theft Auto Five is like o- online Grand Theft Auto GTA Online. Uh, their function of like you basically pay money and then you know to get in-game money, and it with in-game money you can do damn near everything, you know. So, yeah, I don't like that at all. So th- I, and it makes it so hard to like earn money in that uh online yeah they do so it's like now it's like it's a slow grind it's like real life yeah so when it yeah everybody knows when the game first came out if you if you played like that first week of online like there was that one mission where you you would still crack from these mexicans they were they were mexicans (laughs) uh they weren't like hispanics they were mexican you still crack from these mexicans and then you would kill them no not in that order you would kill the mexicans steal their crack and then return it to this drug dealer's house and you would do that mission. Oh, yeah, that made such a difference. It, it took t- two minutes to do, and you gained like $600 or something like that to do it. And it was like the best paying mission, the fastest to, to get money out of. Yeah, I remember when you were living at one one house playing that. Oh, I came to man, visit. I was, in that, I was in that condo. Dude, that condo was nice. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, yes, yes. Now, it, then he patched it. They patched. They made it harder. They made it. Like you can only do it like once every so often, and it was just like, yeah, they they stopped that real hard, and then they included microtransactions, and so people were just buying guns, buying tanks, and then like you buy everything as long as you got like actual money. Um, it it there's some article out that says like their their microtransactions in the game. Have netted them a hundred percent or damn near a hundred percent profit. So they've made back all the money that they spent making this game, and then some at this point through microtransactions, and, and that's ridiculous. Do you know how much money it costs to make a game, especially like shipping it everywhere in the world, and then like people are throwing you back money? Yeah, after after already giving you money for a game, talking about the game, years later, yeah, they, they are still throwing money the at designers you. Designers making all these different types of weapon skins, all these different types of like yeah. cars, car skins. It's, it's very clothes. lucrative for like a, a game lot, designer. A lot of art that goes involved, and they've made that money back. 
so many times over. And you know what? There's like another game that's notorious for their micro microtransactions, and I think you know what I'm about to bring up. Oh, you know, yeah. Star Citizen. No, I don't. I thought he was gonna say Battlefront. No, Star Citizen. So Star Citizen, they've gotten uh, in their crowdfunding, if I'm reading this correctly, <laughs> campaign over 250 million. So here's the thing: if you don't know about Star Citizen, Star Citizen is still in oh, beta, and that's that the one, one where where... where you can buy ships and that dude bought a 35,000 he spent like 35,000 in real money in this game already that's still in beta still in beta he spent 35,000 on ships or something crazy like that and the game is still not made and it's been a few years now like yeah, I heard. I think that's the game where like people are like talking about in like, 2011. People are talking about like how they should uh like they've been basically catering the game to the fans. I think I think that's what I've about as much as I've heard of Star Citizen. Um, but yeah, so it's pay it's to win is apparently good. coming out in 2020. Now there's games that kind of now like uh, let's say I guess a good example of or I guess a counterpoint to pay to win is uh, Guild Wars two. There's there's two expansions out right now for Guild Wars two, and unlocking and then paying for Guild Wars two and then paying for the expansions, you get all these different. Basically, you get like a wide variety of like things unlocked to you. You get more maps, so there's more monsters, there's more items. There's... Have you done it? Yeah, I bought both expansions. Um, How much was it? Um, it wasn't... It wasn't that much. It They do sales a lot, so I think the last expansion I bought, it was 17 bucks, and I bought it, like, for the low low. That's on the low low. But I think now you can buy both for, like, $30, so if you come to the game fresh, you're, like, you're pretty much set. Oh, dude, I'm about to hop in there. You're going to make a new character? I asked you this last episode, and you, you gave me I the mean, wrong I, answer. I can, but it doesn't really matter because it's so easy to play. Oh, that's a freaking off topic. But, okay, uh, go on, go on. So, basically, yeah, even with the expansions, and even if you buy the game itself, you don't... it. It doesn't make you. It doesn't make you any better at the game. Although there's, if you do PvP, then it's a little bit different. There's there's a tier of classes, but you just you just won't win. <laughs> at oh, PvP. if you do PvP, you if just, you don't have the expansions. At this point in the game, you you pretty much won't win. They're always doing balances though, so that's good. They're always doing balancing. Um, but. I mean, you pretty much won't win if you're just using the core classes. So, so that's got a little bit of uh, pay to win if you want to play PvP. PvE wise, like you're pretty much golden, dude. Like you, you really don't need like you can play Guild Wars two for free, and you'll be set. Yeah, you'll have to do a little bit more grinding because you can't use the black market, right? And then without the black market, you're pretty much out of like any resource for like decent gold. And you need you kind of need gold unless you just really you really got to play the game. So that's kind of like in an EA type of thing at that point. You can set yeah. that up on two territory. But then again, I'm interested in playing it. But right just now like... it's not that it's not that cheap. It's not that bad, and it's not pay to win. Like 
even it's if you not bu- that cheap. It's not that you... expensive. Do you mean? Oh, oh, it's not that expensive. My bad. It's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty cheap. Yeah. So like, even if you there's no like loot boxes or anything, um, but even with the expansions, it doesn't make you better. Like I bought both of the expansions. I'm still like, still pretty shitty at PvP. I'm not the best, but it allows me to use the black market. Right. So I can sell things and get gold. I can flip. I can flip stuff for gold. And then with gold, that's cool too. Yeah, and with gold, you can turn your gold into their in-game currency if you make enough gold. And that's crazy that games get their own like own cryptocurrency that's locked to their market. Like yeah. once you spend the money there, that, the that's cool it. The whole part is that with Guild Wars Two, I haven't. I, it's probably the same in World of Warcraft, but in Guild Wars Two, there's an actual economy. Like their their in-game currency changes based on like how the market is doing in the game oh, that's cool. and outside of the, in the real world interesting but that's different from loot boxes I mean, oh I don't man loot boxes overwatch pretty much paved the way for loot boxes um loot boxes are pseudo gambling it's it's gam- gambling light. Now it's now people are. This is huge debate. Is it gambling? You know, like are you? Really yeah, because gambling? you do. You get the, you get the, the joy from getting things that you need, and you get the anger from getting stuff that you already it have. Been, it has or been proven. Nuts. It's been proven by this research study in the UK that loot boxes tap into the same part of your mind as gambling does. Exactly. It's been it's been proven. Um, it releases that dopamine effect that you were saying that uh unlocks that part in our mind. And if we don't get what we want, then yeah. Unfortunately, the SRB they um they announced that they don't think loot boxes are gambling. They say that the player will always receive an item, even if it's something that they don't want. But we take that do not want item as like us not winning anything. Yeah, item. like yeah. not getting yeah, because you're just getting the same thing even that you in, don't need. So it's like you got nothing. Exactly. Even in so unless it's like unless it's like you're getting something new every single time. Yeah. Then yeah, then it's not like gambling because you're getting something new every single time. So you just can't complain. Like if it's not something that you need, and oh well, keep pushing it, keep trying. But yeah, no, you're not getting what you need. So like that, that not getting that is the same as like playing a lottery and losing so then overwatch implemented um where you could you could take your because du- they had so many duplicates and now we're getting into the rarities part of uh of microtransactions so they take there are so many duplicates in overwatch that you can gain it's not like you get something new every time you can't so there's so many duplicates that you'll get the same spray who the fuck cares about sprays? You get the same spray, and then like you could take that spray and sell it for like a little bit of like actual in-game currency. Okay, and that's dope. That's how it should be. But okay, it's so tiny. It's like what, like five? It's like point three of a percent of what you of an item that of a skin or something that you actually do want. Ugh. So damn. So you still have to play a lot. That's a lot of money. Yeah. 
And and then recently they implemented a way where you play a certain amount of games, uh, actual games, and then you will gain a loot box. But that's like an hour of games time. So if you play all day, guess what? You'll get 24 loot boxes, pretty much, you know? Nah, yeah, that's just crazy. I can nah. Only to get an nah. item that you don't want. Only I don't for even... you to, yeah. like, transfer it to a currency. So now the game keeps releasing more skins. They release new spray cans or whatever. And that's how they keep people playing. No, that's, that's, that's just insanity, dude. And that's why I, like, fall off with, like, uh, multiplayer games like that when it's like when it, when it gets to the point the gameplay when when it gets to the point that you're just doing the same thing over and over again just to get like different skins and that's like the reward and what you're trying to achieve it's just like you're um it's the equivalent to a hamster in a wheel it's you just yeah <laughs> i don't even know what to say it's just it's 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 baffling dude i, I don't like that so... and that's, it's like they have to like implement ways to keep people interested because like you realize when you're playing a multiplayer game, like shit, I'm doing the same thing over and over again. I mean, for for me at least, that's what like changed me to playing like single player games a lot. But that's getting off topic. But go on. So yeah, no, it makes sense. So like, back you know back in the day, it was like you know all offline, and yeah. old games didn't old games didn't have all this, you know. No, I didn't. And it was great, dude. It was a glorious time. Yeah, I missed that. Time. That was the golden age. Like when you get games and they're like complete full, and they have like no things. bugs. Or they're you have a to full put in, game. You had to put in cheats to get it. Cheat codes, yeah. Yeah. Or you you unlock stuff, or they like they re, they release the game. Like I was okay with them re like because they would do it rarely, but they would re release the game with like more content, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like I'll I'll buy that. I'll that's buy the persona, game again, but it's full. That's like. When I bought Persona FES, that's how it was. I think that is that the first like fucking DLC. Oh my god! No, it's Persona, not. Persona started the wave. No, anyways. <laughs> um, um, yeah, but, yeah, because it was still like cheap. Because it was the whole game plus that for like forty bucks. Yeah. So it's like we. I guess I don't know what really started microtransactions, but someone was just like, probably, hey. We're we not make money off this. The developers weren't making any money. A lot of people in the in the company wasn't making any money. The times changed. Probably like the crash. Maybe definitely had some influence. The crash in the in the market probably had some influence on it. And everybody hopped that boat. Uh, what Ubisoft? 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 I, I say Ubisoft. Ubisoft, they like hot. Oh, they hot that boat with Assassin's Creed. Oh my god. Oh man, when they that's oh crazy. They added microtransaction. You would never expect Assassin's Creed to have microtransactions. They had their own like little like you play like setup. Yeah, so you have, they the, you have to have that. And then you get account. like achievements and stuff, and the achievements give you points into that shit too. And then you can buy stuff there. Yeah, that was just like weird, man. So. It's it's wild when you think about it. Like if you want to play anything online nowadays, which a lot of games do require, you 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 there will be some microtransaction that's just gonna like tempt you. It's like yeah, it's always gonna be there. I want that skin, but it doesn't. We have to. It's something that we don't tell ourselves often. It doesn't affect. It doesn't affect gameplay. Yeah, you got to realize that. It's just like 
it's, yeah, because I'm pretty sure people get bored of skins too, and that's got to be like crazy. Yeah, to that's feel. true. Like I look the same all the time. Yeah. No, but like I'm saying, like people who do buy like skins and stuff, they probably get bored of their like skins, and that's like, I mean, oh yeah, God, that's the reason sure. why they keep buying. But no, like they get bored of the skin, and it's like that's a waste of money now because you'll probably never wear that skin unless you're playing this game for like years. You know, so, like I don't know. Yeah, like I like when I go back to Fortnite. Like I recently played a few games of Fortnite. Um, I had I have like these like couple I have a couple skins that like I unlocked through like the battle pass because I was like oh okay battle pass you know it's like what five ten dollars you know I was rolling in dough I was like whatever this is a cool thing but I was also like tempted like oh like this is like a new thing you know all you gotta do is like play every day right type of type of thing basically <laughs> just gotta commit yeah so um but now i'm at a point when I, every time i return back to fortnite i'm like i like the skins i got the skins that are out now are so fucking dope and i'm you know i'm glad for the developers i'm, get, I'm glad for the the game design team of like two people they're like putting their hard work into these skins because they look amazing way back when fortnite was like what the skins back then we have were like knights and armor yeah and knights armor. and armor yeah this shit was so whack like yeah even like now when i look back at it it's like stupid but i like the skins i got now and one of the skins that i do like which goes into my my solution to microtransactions not not at all not a solution but something that a little bit something that's a little bit better twitch prime twitch prime has been like it's been a thing for a while and they recently started doing like these like loot things where like uh i forgot what it was called it's like in-game loot where like every half month every like two to three weeks they would um they would highlight some games that you can get like extra loot in that's only specific to twitch prime people now a lot of people don't have twitch prime but a lot of people have amazon prime if you have Amazon yeah. Prime, you can get Twitch Prime. Or you're already eligible for Twitch Prime. You just gotta use Twitch. Right. You just gotta have an account, really. So it's a way for you to have different because there's some big name game that's in there. Like League of Legends is already in there like four or five times. Like, so it's a way for people that play a lot of games, or if you play one game, to get super exclusive loot to only the twitch prime a service that if you're already using it you're already paying for anyway so it's not really a microtransaction in a way especially if you enjoy amazon prime if you're a shopper of amazon prime yeah but that lim- but you're limited to certain games right you're yeah uh i mean basically big games but like a lot of like but they also do give you free games every two to three weeks too on top of that so even if you don't play twitch any, prime does yes even if they don't oh, give snap. you uh so it's kind of like uh xbox live or like that psn that ps network oh like those things the, the things that they have where you can pay like extra subscription to play like their get their yeah. games yeah. yeah i got you so you get like three games and they're usually by like lesser known developers so and so i played a lot of like really cool games when i had twitch prime i don't have any anymore it's too much right now so we broke out here we broke 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 which is which is why i should tell you guys about our sponsor today is twitch prime <laughs> but um, i wish 
but yeah so like i feel like since this is a service you already use and it's a way for you to get exclusive loot and it's usually like pretty decent stuff and you also get free games on top of that like twitch prime is some like a service that you're already using i feel like that would be a great way to implement microtransactions instead of like loot boxes and this pay to win bullshit you know yeah battle passes that pretty much force you to play but that's just i I think once i I don't know if there's going to be a solution for loot boxes and microtransactions in the near future i don't want i hate to be like pessimistic about about it but like yeah that's a good solution but i feel like it's going to stay around for a while until because people are always going to continue to buy games and continue to buy into the microtransactions. So it's like, it's, it's, you like, got to wait until, like, think about it. Like, what if, it's like, like Xfinity, more people that don't, what if Xfinity had, like, Xfinity Prime or some shit, you know? Oh, if you got Xfinity, it's a service you're already paying for. You already get a cool, some cool skins, whatever, for a game you play. It's not bad. And then you're some, Comcast then supports these developers. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. But I don't know. I, that's just like my like supplementary like type of thing to it, like a service that you already pay for that like contributes to the game. If you want to look fancy or whatever. I mean, I feel you. I, I, I don't. People opening like no, people six are. grand worth of like loot boxes on YouTube and then getting nothing. No, yeah, it's it's. I wouldn't say it's like an epidemic. I was about to be really dramatic. Um, but no, it's uh no, it's crazy like how that's just like taken over and like been the wave and it's in every game now and like developers have to like try to hide it from people and stuff and try to put it in afterwards yeah, and, and stuff. And 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 will even and they'll even do it like um like in like what I was like trying to say earlier with uh don't pre order games. Yeah. Well, games have been like reviewed in closed doors where it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, reviewers playing where there are no microtransactions and like IGN. they'll have, yeah, right. And they'll have like these companies review their review their games, uh, put out the reviews for it the day Even of. If they do review and then they review them and then they put microtransactions in later. And it's just like, that's just a shady way of doing that. Um, that's a shady way of practicing, especially like when. The entire time you've been saying like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna put, we're not gonna put any microtransactions in there, but no. And then there's it's an just, update to like the post. Yeah, there's an update, and then it's like, oh look, you can buy stuff now with your real money. <laughs> we need more more of your monies. No. That's why I kind of stay away from like I don't know. That's an, that's a good reason why I stay away from consoles or just those types of games in, in general. And you know what? I, I enjoy it's easy Wars. not to buy into that stuff. I enjoy Guild Wars too. I played it for free. I probably have only spent I've probably spent less than what a game costs on console now on it. I mean, I haven't good, paid though. for it. You're like, you're enjoying skins. it. I haven't paid for any skins in the game. I have you can make decent looking armor with the skins you got. If you want to spend hard time, you can look super fancy in Guild Wars 2. So I honestly do enjoy Guild Wars 2. No, yeah, and then the people who are buying into the game and doing buying all these skins and stuff like that, and doing the loot boxes, and I sound like an old person doing the loot boxes. Doing the loot boxes. Doing the loot boxes. No, like all the people buying into like the microtransactions and the loot boxes are enjoying themselves. Like, who who am I to say like, oh, we should take that away? Like, I'm only disgruntled about it. Like, the only time I'm upset about it is when it affects gameplay and makes uh, someone else better than me. <laughs> <laughs> 
like a lot, that's a lot of paid people. Money. There's a lot of free people too, Calvin. I better <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. But no, I think that uh I think that wraps up uh our conversation on microtransactions this week on episode ten of the feed from Geek Mountain. Yeah, um pretty much. Um I mean so in conclusion microtransactions are bad but they it. can be good. Don't buy into it unless you really like the game. Unless it's really yeah, worth it. basically you gotta be a you gotta be a fan of the game. Like Persona, fan level. Like oh yeah, you know I'm about to get that Persona Five Royal, but I'll talk about that on the next episode. So uh, yeah, this is us. Uh, we out. We out. We signing out. Bye. Peace. This episode of The Feed from Geek Mountain was produced by Calvin Young and Sean Harden. Edited by Sean Harden, and the theme song was composed by me, Yerk the Jerk. If you have any questions or you want to be featured in our weekly care package, email us at thefeedfromgeekmountain at gmail.com or say hi on Instagram, at thefeedfromgeekmountain. Don't forget to favorite us on Spotify. We're just trying to climb to the top. See you guys next time on The Mountain, The Geek Mountain.